But this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. She is Becky at Giftmaster Bex. Welcome to another episode of Love War Challenges. No Antonio today. He's currently busy recovering from surgery. He got his Brazilian butt lift. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great. Not, apparently not as good as Antonio, who's going to get that apple bottom. Tyler, how are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm recovered. I'm healthy. Good, good, good. Wow, it's been a long time since we all been together. It's been a long time since we gone live. It is good to be back. We miss you guys. Couple of shout outs before we start. Make sure you visit shopthechallenge.com for all of your custom challenge gear. Make sure you visit shop.lwcpodcast.com to get all of your Love War Challenges gear. Big shout out, gamer. See you. And big shout out to, who else are we missing? We missing any, oh, the Challenge Unbothered, our home group. Guys always support us, always got love for us. We appreciate that, we appreciate you, love you. We are happy to be back. What about you I guys? I miss going live. Yeah, I, I miss going live this. too. I miss, I miss talking to shit with you guys. Like, I don't even care about recording regular stuff. I wanna be able to talk with the peeps. Talk I feel like we, peeps. Well, I Who consider we our, our, our loyal listeners, our peeps. I see Pam. I see Joe was good. I see Nadine. What up, Nadine? Oh, let me go. Go ahead and silence my phone. So the challenge double ages. What did you guys think? It was a really good episode. I thought I, um, I thought that they are doing everything they can to kind of keep us on our toes. And I think that they're just adding a bunch of other things in here that are going to be really interesting. And the only thing I didn't like was that they left us with a, a goddamn cliffhanger. Like, I hate, I hate that. Yeah, but that's a cliffhanger I can definitely understand. Um, before this episode, we got a, uh, we kind of got like a preliminary episode to show everybody running through the house to show that other stuff. I thought it was really cool because they got that stuff kind of out of the way. And when we started the episode today, we could just kind of jump right into it. Did anything from that first uh, that first look episode, did anything from there really stick out to you guys? I mean, you saw a lot of strategizing and a lot of people, you know, doing their their talks on, you know, alliances and who's with who and Lolo apparently going to Devin for the rundown and everybody. Why? Like, Why? I, I think, <laughs> all I think people, Devin, Devin. I think Devin really, really overstates his intelligence. Okay, you put everybody's name on a cup and are you the one that helped lead the victory? <laughs> so who gives a fuck? <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you if you rewatch that, that's one of like the coolest things ever that he like he's the reason that they all won money. But I I, I think it's that well, he's Well, it came down to a coin I, toss from what I remember with our <laughs> I, I think with Devin, it's just that he, he's approachable. He really, he doesn't look intimidating. He doesn't come off 
like as like smug. I know a lot of people don't like him. They say mm-hmm. he's arrogant, but like that's once he starts talking. But I'm saying like when you just look at him at face value, you've never met him. He's presentable. <laughs> All right. Before he opens his mouth, he looks he looks okay. <laughs> I know I I like I like Devin. So I don't I don't dislike Devin. Seems I don't know something's off. He may be he may be a little bit fake to me. I'm really excited to see what what Lolo can do. I'm very impressed by Lolo. Always liked her. I'm just so happy to see her on a regular season and to see it kick some ass. I don't know about Lolo. Lolo's got a bad attitude. I mean, I've seen her on Dancing with the Stars. I've seen her on Champs versus Pros. And, you know, every other kind of celebrity thing that she's done, she's super cocky. She gets really irritating the really Olympics. fast. I'll be cocky and too. And she gets salty oh, too, which I don't know. Ah, look, I got the new John, the new challenge shirt. Very excited. Be- before we jump in the episode, just to clarify about, about how I feel about her, is that all those other things she did, including Big Brother, I know they have some things that are on there, but she can actually be an athlete here. She can actually do what she's been doing her whole life. Like Dancing with Stars, it takes athletic ability, but she's not a dancer. Like she's actually in her you know, environment. And if, and if you looked at what she did on Chance versus Pros, I thought she was very impressive. Outside of like not understanding the political game, as a competitor, she did very well. I would agree. I would agree. You guys ready to go ahead and uh, jump into this episode? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. So we got the challenges all lined up. And uh, I, I, I love the fact that, uh, and, and I don't know if I'm saying this right. Is it Nam or is it Nam? I think oh, they pronounce it both ways. Uh, yeah. So I'm not intentionally trying to hack up his name. I, th- I think it's Nam. We're, we're just going to go with Nam. Uh, the fact that he didn't really realize who TJ is was absolutely the funniest shit to me. So you can tell he doesn't watch the challenge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is just hilarious to me. I don't know why they would get somebody who doesn't really watch the challenge and why he wouldn't watch some of the challenge before going in. I don't think that's going to be a good sign. I think he's going to end up being a deer in headlights at some point. Look at him, though. That man is like sculpted out of marble you know he backtracking gorgeous. to um uh lolo real quick pam said she sucked on big brother anybody catch that big brother season that lolo was on i saw bits and pieces just like the highlight reels and like i said it's honestly it's her attitude um that i think really kind of kills her I think she's an amazing competitor. she did amazing on champ versus pros but when she speaks She's, oh. <laughs> she doesn't bother me at all. I really, really like Lolo. It's but... another Devin. You just want to say, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> all right. Just compete. And Let's go ahead and jump into, alone. oh, shit. Make sure my shit worked with it. All right. The first daily. First daily is called Mission Decryption. Fairly simple. It's physical. All the challengers got to run up a hill. Grab uh, a cipher that's going to give them a code. They got to put the wires again to the code and it blows up. I love challenges like these. Dailies and eliminations that are simplistic usually are the best. And even more so, this daily involved physical. You got to run up the hill. You got to, uh, you, you know, you got to fight with everybody else to get to this code. And it's a puzzle. Physical and a puzzle doesn't get much better than that. What do you guys think of the daily? Tyler. 
No, I, I agree with you. I liked it a lot. I liked that the, you know, it's, it's simple. And what the only thing I didn't like from it is that after the challenge is over, TJ said that he was impressed with some of them, but he was disappointed in some others, but then that's it. We didn't like, he they didn't show clips of why he was disappointed in people. Like I wanted him to start calling people out right away. But well, I mean, you know, one thing I noticed is when Lolo came down with it, Anissa was already at the bottom waiting for her. <laughs> she did super sneak. She's like, I'm going to let y'all bring it to me. I don't even know if she went up the hill. <laughs> I don't Lolo think she did. She just went around. <laughs> Lolo was up that hill before Anissa was at the hill. Like, that uh, was just how it was. So she impressive. looked like a gazelle, just. Just bah. graceful. Definitely enjoy watching her. Yeah, and that's a good point, Tyler. I don't know really what he meant by who was he disappointed. Was some people not trying? They didn't really show us. I think it might have been Nicole. Well, I'm going to assume it is. Lolo, what do you have? What do you have? Screaming, oh my God, her voice. So why is Nicole all of a sudden uh, barking up Lolo's tree? Because Lolo's a super strong competitor. Yeah. Sorry. Nicole is... I respect her game so much because Nicole wants to go to the final against the best competitors. And then when she gets there, she wants to beat the best. That's how, that's how she wants to play the game. And because of that top dogs don't go after her because she's never going after them. And it's, I think it's smart, but yeah, that's kind of what that is. I agree. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that she's a super strong competitor. Um, she loves tall blondes too. So that might be portion of it too. (laughs) (laughs) So let's look at her history. <laughs> so Anissa and Fessy comes away with the win. So let's focus on Anissa for a second. Now, I like Anissa, love Anissa. Um, did this one catch any of you guys by surprise that she went out there and got this first daily win? I mean, Anissa is more known as a puzzle and elimination specialist. Uh, dailies is not really her strong suit, especially when it's only going to be one winner. Teams, duels, she uh, she fares a little bit better, but did Anissa's first win catch anybody off guard? Uh, yeah, literally about, about like a minute before it happened, I was like, Anissa's not going to win anything this season. She's not going to step out and everything. And then my wife like called me out on it like right away. <laughs> like, oh, ye of little faith. Yeah, wives are good for that. <laughs> yeah, she she put me in check, but it was just it was just a a bit it was a surprise to me. Not that she has the ability to win, but it was just a surprise that with how fast everybody else was kind of moving that they didn't get it on before her. And you, Becky? I wasn't necessarily surprised. Once I saw the move where she didn't climb up the hills and that she managed to get there and watch and look at it, she's got a decent memory on her. Um I remember from uh, her rivals uh, what was like rivals two when she was in with DM. She she actually has a really good memory when it comes to to order. So I wasn't necessarily surprised that she got it um, and that she won. I'm surprised that she beat Fessy at the end of the day to mm. be the top. That's what I was more surprised of. I wasn't surprised that she beat everybody else because at the end of the day, some of these competitors aren't mental heavyweights. So. Does Anissa's win speak to the level of talent uh, on the female side of this show? I mean, I think that the talent on the female side over the past five, six challenges just keeps getting better and better. I think that people that used to be like top dogs on the female side are now looking at like 
they're like the 10th to 15th type of female. And I think that's good for the challenge. Um, I think around like seasons like 15 to like 22, they started getting all these beefy dudes that were super athletic, but they didn't do it for the females. <laughs> dudes. Well, I'm just saying that's what they just does. They did. And then they, they didn't do it for the females. And, and now it seems like they're catching up and they're getting more athletic or they're getting girls that are smarter in there and everything. And I, I think it's a great balance, this cast. All right. And Becky. I agree. I think that they may not be mental heavyweights in a lot of ways. And I'm not saying that they're not, cause I mean, it's still early. A lot of these girls are new, but you can definitely see that they're bringing in a different breed of athlete of athletes, of female athletes. Um, so it's a lot more competitive. Um, I am sad that Jenny isn't on this season. Cause I really feel like she could have shined against, strong like much stronger she's on a shopping spree i'm sure she's fine <laughs> i'm sure she's <laughs> gonna be just fine without this season but i would love to see her because last season she was just such the physical competitor and really nobody could touch her physically to for her to go up against people like natalie and people like lolo i think we would really see where she would be fall and see if it was all because she just didn't have a lot of competition or if she's really going to be that good. Do you know what I mean? I got you. So Anissa and Fessy gets the win and TJ announces that Anissa was the best one to finish overall. And now they get, and so he explains that it's going to be a partner game and they get to pick their partners. <laughs> Were the guys messed up for not wanting to be paired with Anissa. Now, no. No. <laughs> I know some people feel some kind of way Anissa should be shown a little bit more respect. I like Anissa. I'm a fan of Anissa. But we still remember her and Mark, uh, you know, running around the duel too. Wasn't great. Um, and she has a lot of great characteristics, but winning one of these things, the whole thing, I mean, when you think of greats, you think of greats like uh, Charles Barkley, you know, never got one of these. I think she's always going to be a great and memorable player, but winning the whole entire thing outside of being on the championship team, not really seeing it. Uh, Becky, how did you feel about the guys, uh, you know, not really being too excited to be paired with her? Being like this mm -hmm. as, as much as humanly possible when they saw her looking. Um, I, I don't blame them. And even if you look at last season, she's not, as physical and as as Fessy said, she doesn't have a lot of endurance. I think that she does a lot and she can bring a lot, but I think there in a lot of ways she is an anchor uh, to her partner and they have to kind of make up for the fact that she can't do certain things. Um, so I can understand why the guys are like, no, thank you. I would rather have one of the, you know, one of the other girls. Um, I do feel bad for her because I do feel like she does have a lot to offer. It's just not as much as the other girls have, if you get what I'm saying. The, the issue here is that a lot of the guys on this show, they, they look at the end game. When you get a partner, the first thing you think of is like, how do you stack up against other teams? And the issue with that is, where does Anissa normally finish in these shows? Like, if there's if there's twenty people, she's finishing four or five, like right at the cutoff before the before the final. Which means if you're partnered with her, you're probably gonna make it to that last step. And 
I mean, realistically, as we've seen this show that it's going now, you pair up with somebody and then you get to a final and you're kind of on your own. You're not actually with your partner through the whole thing. They're letting people win on their own now. And so I think pairing up with somebody like Anissa, who people see as a layup, is a good thing. I think being classified as a layup in this game is a very good thing, considering how we see how the whole thing ends up playing out. Interesting take. Interesting take. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. So Anissa decides that she's going to pick um uh who who did Anissa pick? Anissa picked Fessy. Fessy. Yes. So she's going with Fessy. Yeah, His face. <laughs> yeah. Um I, I think he took it like in stride pretty well. And then TJ tells everybody to break free and just pick your partner. Can can we also wild. mention that Darrell was like, go ahead and pick me, Anissa. I'm down. Right. Like why didn't she pick Darrell? Like, he's awesome. I feel like people just forget about Darrell. Mm, no, 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 no. Her, her choice was the smartest choice because by picking that, you don't have to go against Big Brother. And Big Brother instantly becomes an alliance. I got the move. Mm. I didn't think it was a bad pick. Uh, and definitely better than, you know, getting stuck with Josh. But just free <laughs> for all. And we're going to cool it on the Josh bashing. Um, he's just too easy of a target. I feel like we're a little bit more creative than that to keep bashing them so point, we're just going to move on from that and, until he cries and then we'll be back but <laughs> they were um, right back on it but this free for all uh, th- there's a lot of pluses and a lot of minuses tyler how did you feel about this uh draft pick free for all i i i don't know i don't know because i'm so used to structure and everything that that like is in the sports world the competitive world or even the challenge is like it's predetermined for you like here's the order here's your here's your team this is how it is it was I, I guess I ended up liking it for the drama it brought, but I was like sitting there, like the people that I root for, I was like, please pair up with somebody good. Like, please don't get stuck with somebody that I don't want you to get paired up with. Like, uh, so it's kind of nerve wracking actually. And then, then you see the pairs happen. And as they show the pairs, you like quickly make an, a judgment. Like, is that a, that's a good team. That's a bad team. Like, why did they pair up type thing? So. And Becky, what's your take? Oh my gosh. The looks on their faces. They were like, what we get to pick our partners this is the craziest thing ever um it was definitely interesting to see who jumped to who who rejected who and basically you know you could see people just seeing people come and they're like whoop just going over here (laughs) (laughs) um and i gotta say i love ct ct's my boy but the disrespect he couldn't even just tell cam you know what i think i want to go a different direction he was just like dip and i was like yes he got dismissed <sighs> and you know what that's a good place to uh to to, to uh park the car in real quick so once again <laughs> i have mixed feelings shit. about this one ct is totally in the right he was being propositioned to be joined with it was his choice to make one two 
Cam could have read the room a little bit better. CT is pretty direct. Mm. So um, I felt like CT gave her opportunity, was like, give me your pitch. And she has stuff to pitch. I've been in this many finals. I did this. I beat this. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. This one will be strong. She didn't do that. She go, I'm killer. Now, I love me some, I love killer cam, but she had an opportunity and failed. CT was just like, sell me this pen. And she goes, it writes. So I don't think she sold herself uh, very well. Why does she need to sell the pen? She is the pen. She is amazing. No, 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 no. But then again, for CT, (laughs) he's won with Ashley before. If you're not going to go with Cam, Cam has a lot of great qualities, but there's girls who bring other stuff. Lolo's a good choice. Uh, Nicole Zanata's not a bad choice. Ashley is a great choice, as long as they don't ask uh, who's going to keep the money at the end. I mean, aren't you scared? If we're going to do like player breakdowns, Ashley is a better version of Cam. If we're being realistic here, I know people like Cam, but every time Cam makes a big move, either backfires or doesn't work. She puts her foot in her mouth a lot of times with these moves that we see in previous seasons and they look cool, but then nothing comes out of it. Ashley can stir the pot and yet never gets blamed for the pot that she stirs. Now, obviously she she totally got blamed last season. (laughs) <laughs> when she started that drama and everything, they were almost more mad at Kara. But what's interesting about this is that is that you're right, Malik. He's won with Ashley before. Like because of Ashley, he won that final. Or the conspiracy theories out there, he won that <laughs> final. Depends on what you believe. Some people think Nelson's a champion, but uh, so I mean, I here's the thing. When when has ever you've like anybody in your lifetime have you cornered somebody? And it's went the way exactly like she was trying to strong arm him. And he literally stared at her for like, I bet, I bet that that was edited. I bet that was like a five minute stare. It looked like probably like, mad uncomfortable. He's, he's like trying to blink and like <laughs> blink twice. Somebody come grab me. And like, so I, it, I agree with him not wanting to pair with her because he doesn't like how she plays the game. And that's just, I don't know. I, he, benefited, I, I don't he benefited last seasons, last few seasons with how she's played the game. So I, I don't know. I get it. I understand Ashley has a great resume. I just don't like the way he went about it. There are ways to go about this thing that doesn't make you look like a dick. And the way he went about it made him look like a grade A asshole. All right. So Bria Carter said, you can make the case that Ashley won both both of her finals because of her partner. Is that the case? True. Hunter really did. Hunter was the, was one of the reasons. Had Hunter not done so well, they might not have won. Okay, that's I mean that's fair. You also could say that it's it's Natalie and Polly is one of the reasons too, because if they don't give that to Josh, but if if you look at her first win on Invasion, like Nicole wasn't gonna win that because she was so bad at puzzles, and Camilla was a head case the whole time. Like that was Ashley. Ashley's the win. If we're being honest, that first win was all Ashley. Uh, The second one, I mean, yeah, you could you could argue that, you know. All right, let's go ahead and move on. Let's talk about some of these matchups. Should I have my phone here real quick? All right. <laughs> Putting it together. <laughs> His handy dandy sidekick. Fair. All right, we got Tori and Corey, Teresa J, Nani Kyle, Devin Nicole, Wes Natalie, Darrell Amber, Gabby Leo, Josh Casey. I'm sorry, Josh Cam, Casey Leroy, Ashley CT, Big T, and Joseph. Nam and Lolo, Nelson and Amber B, and Michi and Liv. And like I said on Twitter before, we really traded in um, 
Swaggy C for Michi, and I just don't know if that's a fair trade. I, it's I because I Swaggy C didn't want to come back. <laughs> I like Swaggy. I would have loved to see what he could do. All right, uh, let's go. Who is your, t um, what do you guys think of these pairs? Any of these pairs stand out to you? Uh, who's going to be really good or who's going to be really bad? Lolo and Nam, 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 whatever. Uh, I feel like they're going to be interesting to watch because they're both very physical, very athletic. It kind of, we're going to see how they translate because Lolo is also very competitive. So if he falls short at any point, she's going to become like Ninja Natalie was to Turbo. She's going to flip. Nam out. also has a little bit of a language barrier too. It looks True. like he he speaks pretty well. Not as big as one as Turbo, but it looks like some things may go over his head. Yeah, well, I mean, he didn't know who TJ was. Uh, <laughs> uh, the team that I'm most concerned about, which I just feel bad. I know why they did it, but poor Cam, poor Cam. Out of all out of all the Big Brother people, you're like, yeah, let's just go with Josh. That was their only option, though. Yeah, like, true. If she's in a pair with Big Brother, Fessy was already gone. So that was not the not the worst. Josh does better in dailies than we give him credit for, and true. he's a good supportive teammate. Yeah, true. so yeah, he's a good follower, and with somebody like Cam, is very vocal. That's yeah. It, Cam it, is the leader in that group. It's not. <laughs> it's not the worst matchup there is. Um, one of the matchups I hate is Joseph and Big T, and unsurprisingly it's kind of fitting they're going to be they're going to be an early target they, they, two things either they're going to be an early target or they're going to be the layout that somebody's going to take all the way to the end uh, joseph team. i don't know anything about him i don't even know what show he came from uh america's got talent he's a singer i think i think if i'm correct on that yeah dude this, this season if, if you didn't dive in like like nam is from ultimate Beastmaster. like yeah like, right there's that should translate well there's there's so much spread here, and it's actually I think it's really good for the challenge. Some people don't like it, but uh, for me, I like the spread. So when when I saw the teams get paired up, I was extremely happy that Wes and Natalie got paired up together because I'm I'm such a big Survivor and Challenge fan, and like I like the way Natalie played Survivor, and obviously I like the way Wes plays the challenge. Outside of anything before Rivals won. Um, I appreciate his game. And so I just like that pair. Another pair that I like that I think is going to do really well is Jay and Teresa. Like, I think that they're going to do well because Jay is very mellow. Like Jay's like outside of like dealing with his relationship on X on the beach. He's a really calm guy. And I think him and Teresa are just going to pair up really well together and they're going to have a lot of chemistry. Teresa has been gone for a long time. I really just don't know how that's going to shake up, but let's go ahead and keep it pushing. Um, See, we already talked about but what's your issue with Joseph? I have no idea who he is or what he can do. Oh, he, that's why just, you don't like He him. seems like too much of a wild card. He looks like a guy. That's his yeah, exactly. That's he, his, he looks like one of us. Up off the street. Exactly. <laughs> you want to be does, on the challenge? <laughs> he does seem like a really nice guy. Uh, but come on, how many really, really nice? When's the last time a really just nice, sweet, genuine guy has won the challenge? Nehemiah. Landing fresh meat too. <laughs> Dude, you had that like dialed up, like in your Rolodex. I'm watching it right now. It's like not right wait. now, but I'm watching the series. Wait, wait, which one? I'm sorry, which did you say? 
Landon from Fresh Meat too. That's the last oh. time I feel like a genuine good guy won the won it. I guess I don't know. He had his asshole moves though. But yeah, what? he was a pretty Landon? nice guy. All right, that's another discussion for another day. But All no right. way. Let's go ahead and move on to some of the early morning politicking. Uh, Joseph is passed out instead of politicking. That's terrible for Big T. No need to dwell on that. Let's talk about uh, Darrell. You, you're tired. You're gonna take a nap. Let the man nap. Yeah, but not really the uh, the best time. Uh, Casey uh, pitches the Amber B. The Big Brother Alliance is going good, but Darrell's not a fan. He doesn't really trust it. Darrell has also been gone for a long time. Should he probably take a little bit of a backseat and ride the Big Brother wave, or should he be throwing a hissy fit and go back to I don't know. He doesn't. He's been gone for so long. He doesn't really have a strong set of alliances to rely on. Sure, you know CT. Sure, you know some of the older people, but I actually think he pairs up really well. Like I think him and Nelson and Corey have like this respect with each other after what happened on Dirty Thirty. I think that Corey buried the hatchet with him and everything, and like that's all water under the bridge now. Um, and so I think that's actually an alliance that I've been keeping tabs on type thing that I feel like isn't going to get talked about unless like they last in this game. And I, I just think that's going to happen. And with him being with big brother, I think that's, that's huge. That's, re- that's a really big thing. And he, like, this is, this is, this is Darrell we're talking about, right? Like Mr. Yeah. Like, don't want to get your hands dirty. I'll just like right. sit back and like let everybody watch. That's what he does that. He does it better than CT. He plays the middle. He sits back, lets everybody else cut each other's heads off. And unless somebody's targeting him early, he he can make it far every time. I was gonna say almost I pretty much say the same exact thing. Darrell is he's a he's he sizes people up and he lets them show him who they are. He's not gonna jump to conclusions, he's not gonna jump to try and make these fast alliances. He's not a Wes. He's going to kind of just wait and see how it plays out, and he's going to play his position the best he can. Um, Darrell's always been that way. Um, He does fly under the radar um, as much as he can. Being a good competitor as he is, I think that kind of makes him stand out a little bit more. Um, But I think because he hasn't been on for a while, some of these new cats aren't as familiar with who he is as much as everybody else who's done seasons who would have come like as OGs. So they're going to give him a little bit more leeway or a little bit more room. Um, then maybe it'll come back and haunt them because again, Darrell makes it to a final. He will most likely win it. Maybe nobody will want to even say anything to Darrell because maybe these guys were like, Oh, who's this Darrell guy? And they look up a highlight on YouTube <laughs> and he's just pounding we, Brad's we face. We all forgot in. about you. <laughs> Hold on, let's pull up the clip. (laughs) We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, How's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. We are totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Speaking of forgetting about shit, how how pissed off was you guys when Tori told uh, Leo Rush, like, wow, you're like the first WWE guy, which is bullshit. Mm. Like, uh, the Wait. fucking Miz, who has had such Don't a defender. great... 
WWE. Don't defend her. I and, am going to defend her and, only because and CM Punk. Let and to he a lesser count. extent. He doesn't Brooke, count. CM Punk doesn't count. He was on Champs versus Stars. Tori was on Champs versus Stars when Miz That's was the what, host. Exactly. Listen, they don't consider Lolo a vet, and she was on Champs versus Pros. They're considering her a rookie. So at the end of the day, they don't consider Champs versus Pros or Champs versus Stars when they talk about the challenge. Do they That's what she said. She said WWE. Has- a, a, a. She said WWE to the challenge, not. From the challenge to WWE, back to the challenge. Technically, that would be the Miz because he started on the challenge, then he went to the, the WWE. Disrespect. Miz, he's if you're watching this, we got your back. The cha- <laughs> he's coming from the WWE to the challenge. It's a completely different situation. I, I'm pretty sure Miz is checking in right now with us, and don't worry, man, we got your back. We, Miz, there's no disrespect to you and your crazy character, but the end of the day, half of the people don't really remember you on reality TV anymore. <laughs> well, good for you. Whitney agrees with you. I don't agree with that at all. But let's go ahead and move on. Let's move on to Cam's... Thank you, Whitney. <laughs> let's move on to Cam's strong moment. Cam is at a roundtable discussion. She got uh, uh, Anissa and some of the other girls around her, and she goes on about her story about being an immigrant, a woman of color, always having to be strong. Uh, everybody breaks down in tears. It was a moment that I really resonated with. Uh, I got a house full of, of, of black women who, have, who all have to grow up. Uh, and I've heard this, I heard this argument before. Why do we always have to be strong? Why do we always have to hold it down? It's tiresome dealing with it. Did this moment mean anything to you guys? Uh, you know, just being able to relate or even just feel for her. How did you guys feel about this, uh, this moment on reality TV? Becky, why don't you kick it off? I think a lot of times these moments aren't shown. Um, the fact that this is one of the first times we really hear Cam opening up about her past and her family, you really don't hear about that. Um, so it's, it's a really nice and kind of refreshing thing to hear her talking about what made her who she is. And it is a sad situation for women, women of color, um, especially in these times, because it's, it's at the forefront. We're watching these situations happen where women of color are being villainized in a lot of ways because of the fact that they've always had to grow up and be the strong, you know, black woman and, you know, not really able to be vulnerable and not being able to, you know, let go of this strong, thick skinned person um, that always has to face the world you know, in an un, you know, say what you want. I don't give a fuck kind of a way. So it's, it's honestly beautiful to hear and see um, that they're opening up about it. And hopefully it resonates with enough people to realize that just because women are passionate and just because of, you know, women have to be strong, it's not a sign of being, you know, anything other than just a person and a human being. And it's an unfortunate thing to see that women of color have to deal with, you know, all the stereotypical and the bad press when it comes to those type of items, you know, when it's not really bad, you know, if a woman, a non, a non, a woman, a non-color freaks out, it's just like, Oh, whatever, no big deal. If a 
you know, a person of color freaks out, oh my God, they're psycho. They're going to stab us or they're going to shoot us or do. It's a very frustrating thing for me. I'm very fortunate. I have not had to have a lot of those situations happen to me. Um, I have had them happen, but not in in the wide range as, as what they are describing. So it's one of those sad situations that we find ourselves in. And I'm sorry, this is a really long winded thing. So I'm going to shut up now. No, it's quite all right. Don't even worry about it. Um, Tyler, as a black woman, how did you <laughs> resonate with this? Um, no, for, uh, being real though and everything, uh, it's, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice edit they're giving cam right here. Um, because I feel like a lot oh, of times it's an edit, no, no, hang on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, okay. What I mean, though, is I feel like a lot of times when we watch the challenge, they want to give us all this, like, nasty drama, and that's how they edit their show to, like, give us all this, like, backstabbing, lying, and deceit. But it's nice when they, like, take a moment and when they edit the show and they actually, like, put in these moments where that humanize these people that we root for and cheer for and everything, you know, because they're just regular people just like us. And I think, I just, I really liked it. I liked, I liked, the fact that she was able to open up and like just break down and be emotional for a second and like literally was able to take herself out of the game for five minutes, talk with her friends. And I, I, I thought it was a good touch by MTV to actually show that. Uh, I think so too. I think MTV is very aware of showing these kind of uh, moments and putting these moments on a platform where they deserve to be. I love the fact that Cam was able to open up and share something that was deeply personal and emotional for her. And as men, um, we could uh, we can honor that and support that by shutting the fuck up and listening for a little bit. So I love this moment. Uh, I would love to see more of these moments in this setting. So let's go ahead and move on. And uh, Christy just informed me that Joseph, uh, he is a singer and he got the golden buzzer. Oh. I have no idea what the fuck that means. The it's golden America's buzzer. Got talent. So, Wait, he was in America's Got Talent. Yeah, that's what I yeah. said. So what happens oh. is when they go to audition on America, side sidebar. When they go to audition on America's Got Talent, um, yeah. if the four judges like them, they get invited to the next round. But if they Who's hit the, the judges, uh, uh, like Simon, uh, Simon, Simon Cowell, Cowell and um, Wait, no, 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 he's American Idol. Nope. No, he's he's on he's this one. This too. is like 2008, man. Come on, give it the times. Yeah. Um, How many jobs does he have? A lot. X Factor, America's Got Talent, and he and, used to anyways, be. Anyways, anyways, so essentially, if they if all the judges get one golden buzzer, if they hit a golden buzzer, that guy gets that person, guy, woman, team get to skip that next round and go straight to the live shows. Yeah. So that's how good he was. If they don't get the golden buzzer, but they go through, they have to fight against other people to get to the live shows. I got it. Golden buzzer gets you at the front of the line. Basically, yeah. golden Is buzzer moves you like. I don't know. I didn't watch it, so. I mean, Is he on Spotify? I don't know, man. Why are you asking me all these questions, dude? I don't I, know. I don't... You, you look like the type that listens to show tunes and America's Got Talent and stuff. That's, that's rude. Pam I, wants to talk, I, I do, to talk but about that's CT hitting Wes in the face with the shoe. Oh, How yes, do you feel was... about CT hitting Wes with the shoe, Yo, Tyler? Somebody said that that was a hunter shoe finally made his way back. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my shoes? Where's my shoes? They're right here. I got it. Finally. <laughs> so so how do i feel about that um i knew it was coming obviously because like people have been like leaking this image and from like the trailer and so i told my wife about it i was like hey i'm gonna spoil something for you 
CT is going to hit Weston in the face of the shoe because I don't know how long they're going to show it. So you got to catch it quickly. And then they had this whole like three, four minute, like, like little monologue. Oh, on yeah, it. It was hilarious. They really oh, man. sold it. As that, much as they could. that literally could be like a headline when it's like when you're best friends with somebody, but you don't forget that one thing they did. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was I was honestly surprised I didn't do like that Sarah McLaughlin song in the <laughs> <laughs> the angels. Wes, Wes fell back like he got shot. <laughs> His face was like, oh, they did it all slow motion and shit. God, MTV was really milking it. I love it. All right. So let's go ahead and move on. Kate, um, Cam, Killer Cam, Queen Cam, she feels super burned by CT. She does not like the fact that she was passed over for Ashley. Very salty. Super salty. So salty she gets the rest of the house and starts a campaign. Oh, this team has already won. You know, they got, what, five championships between them? And they won one together. These guys are the enemies. We got to get them out. And it starts the whole, we've seen this before. Oh, we got to get these big dogs out. We got to go out to somebody strong today. And in this moment, not knowing what we know will happen, how do you guys feel about this? I'll go first. Oh, shit. Hated it. Hated it. We've seen rookies try to go in and take out the chance before. Has it been success? Yes. Very, in very, very small, isolated doses. The reason why it doesn't work is because there's too much ass out there on the field. If a strong team is going in, if you can't put another strong team that is aligned with that team against them, then it's almost always going to be a lose. Because one, if they're aligned with other big dogs and they know that you're on the attack, now you're the target. And most of the time, somebody, most of the time, a big dog aligned with them isn't going to go against them. So if they come back, now you're doubly fucked. Now, me watching all the years of the season I've watched, I know that this is not even an idea that it might happen. It's most likely what's going to happen. But the whole reason behind it was Oh, you mad CT didn't pick you? Is this really the right way to go about it? I felt like this could have been brought up at a later time or even better, give it a couple of cycles, a couple of episodes, you forget all about it. Tyler, what did you feel about Cam starting this campaign of going after CT and Ashley? Mind you, Ashley's supposed to be a friend. Yeah, that's the, that's the funny thing here is that uh, um, friendship Friendship goes out the window sometimes in these shows. Now, I'm going to break this down from both sides. Great strategic move to try and take out a big dog because obviously they're afraid of these big dogs because as much as everybody wants to say they love Cam and Leroy, they cannot beat Ashley and CT in a final. And that, that's obviously where they're coming from. Now, it's a bad move in my eyes to even start doing this because, A, you're, you're showing your ass right away. Like, you're showing all your cards right away. And do you guys remember when, when Corey came out with his hit list? Like, what happened there? Yeah, Eventually, it gets back to you when you do it too early. They always talk. Wes and Bananas always go back and forth. Like, are we going to do this already? Are we going to wait? Like, because somebody's going to get screwed. Episode four. If you take out the top dogs the champions. Okay. Well now the rookies last a little longer. What do they do? Well, now they're going to take out the vets that have been there for eight plus years. Then what's going to happen? 
then the rookies are going to run the show. Eventually, Cam Leroy would be eventually out of this game if this goes how it's supposed to, where champions, long-term rookies. Like, it's a dumb move in my eyes. That's why rookies going first makes sense. If you're going to beat each other up, do it over money. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Do it for the right reasons, people. I'm just saying. But what? Becky. (laughs) <laughs> I had to bring my, with? my my background here. A shirtless, bloodied CT? Okay. Yes, after he beat up Adam. So anyway. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. I just, I did it, you know, to show respect. But I understand the move. I know she did it partially because she was salty, but a part of me agrees with what her logic was. Her logic was, I want to win, so I need people who can beat me gone. Who's likely to beat me? Someone who's won in the past and who has beaten me in the past. Bye-bye, Ashley. CT happens to be connected to Ashley. CT burned her. It's almost like a win-win type of situation. In their minds, well... We're going to send them both in and hopefully whoever gets sent in with them can beat them. No way to know what will happen at that point, but. It just wasn't the right time. This, I mean, like I said, a couple of cycles, it probably wouldn't even be a thing. Who knows how it might end up. This is just burning bridges, making enemies. And the enemies you're making right now are CT and Ashley. Doesn't seem like a smart move. Now. CT is a eld- he, he's an elder statesman when it comes to this. He knows how to play this game. He, okay, and, and I know a lot of people feel differently about how this move was played out. CT proceeds to stalk the yard and just ask people face to face, hey, who, who are you going with? Gets wind of, of, of how things are going. Uh, a lot of people surprisingly seen it as him panicking. Oh, CT is panicking. He's pressing everybody. I seen it more as him intimidating. Oh, you, so, so you're going to vote for me? If you vote for me, I'm going to know it's you. Uh, what was your guys' take on, on CT stalking the yard? Do you think it was him panicking, or do you think it was him trying to be intimidated? He made Alex. me think of Laurel and her that notebook. That does seem like a Laurel move. Laurel and her dang notebook. But it's this reminds me of very much the intimidating CT. I mean, you saw it when the everybody went into the room, and he's like, hey, let me just say, if you're going to shoot your shot, make sure you hit. Otherwise, yeah, don't know miss. that I'm going to come yeah. back. If you come at the king, you best not miss. Exactly. So we all know what he was doing. He was, it was partially a scared move because if he really wasn't scared, he wouldn't feel the need to go around and try and intimidate people. But it's also very true when you look at CT and you see his past, you know, obviously you see he's getting back into shape, back to the prime CT. I would be intimidated. And Tyler? I mean, he's just, I don't think he's doing anything wrong. I don't think he was scared. I don't think he was intimidated. I don't think he was nothing. I think, I think he was literally trying to see who's being a snake. Who's going to lie to me. Because CT's, he, it, Laurel, the Laurel comparison is great because CT, while he might not have a handy dandy notebook with him everywhere he goes, um, he, he's going to remember. He'll remember if you lie to him. And here's the thing. I think, I don't even know, when we go to the voting, I think there's only like three teams that didn't vote for him. And, yeah. and I think 
I think he's going to, he just remembers those things. And I think he's going to put together a list and be like, all right, I'm going after you, then you, then you. And that's how it's going to happen. Like Making him sound like Santa. He's making a list and he's checking it twice. Yeah, he's gonna and he's gonna take you out. He's gonna need to smash your head and eat it, dude. <laughs> Wait. All right. Should I bring back my background? <laughs> no, that's just why I, that's why I said it. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Moving on to deliberations. Uh, CT tells everybody he thinks he should play it cool. He eyes uh, Leo, and Leo's partner is Gabby, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, you guys are rookies. You guys don't have ties to anybody. Going for you. Very straight up forward. And the rookies chirp up. Uh, Cam definitely was one of the people who spoke up. And uh, who was the other person who spoke up against uh, Joseph? Leo spoke up against Joseph. Jo- yeah, jo- Joseph. So, all right. These live uh, live spoke up too. Yeah, these rookies got got a nice little pair of balls on them. Um, but they also knew that they had the numbers though. Yeah, yeah. They, so they, I think it's easier to speak up and be like "f you" when you know you have a bunch of teams that are already ready to vote for the other team. It's it's pretty easy to talk shit behind your screen door, like. Yeah, that's yeah. So like, oh, hey, my mom's right here, but I hate you. Like you suck. Like, <laughs> like that's all it was. I was hold me back. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> like that the rookie spoke up. I thought it was cool. I think it is a uh, a change in times. They're not as scared, and a lot of them aren't as as money hungry as people was back in the day. A lot of them already they're going to get paid one way or another. The challenge is a nice addition, but a lot of them aren't too desperate they're desperate to get some stuff that they would like but money isn't the biggest motivating factor all the time i feel like this show has definitely gotten a lot more competitive where people want to win it's sometimes the win means more than the money to them they get desperate they get desperate though they get real desperate well when he starts getting close to getting the money, I can yeah, understand. Yeah, oh yeah, it, it definitely heats up. Definitely, all, all that nice guy shit goes out the window. So in deliberation, Fessy and Anissa, the champs for the day, they get taken to the chamber. And the chamber is where they are given intel. The intel they are given this time around was the compromised agents. Who's going in? They know that CT and, um, I'm, I'm sorry, they know that uh, uh, CT and Ashley is going in. And they now know who voted for them. First off, how do you guys feel about the Daily Champs getting this information? And do you think the information will change later on in the season? I do think it's going to change. I think there's going to be new things they're going to show. Um, I liked that they were getting the information. I was, I was sitting there and I was like, oh man, I'm hoping that's who they have to pick from. Like they only can pick people that voted that them too. in. In, my, so in my mind, that makes the most sense. Like, Because like, if you remember back when Final Reckoning... I loved it. It was great. It was beautiful. Loved like, it. If you're going to call somebody out, you better be able to eliminate them. Loved it. They should have that every season. I think so, uh, too. At least and every other season. But I think it was great. 
I I really liked it. I like how I'm sorry. I, I know I shouldn't like bash people, like, but like Fessy's Fessy's stupid man. That guy was like, should we share this with people? And he's like, shut up. No, why would no. we share? Why and would we? Like why? Like here, here here's my hand. You can bet against my hand that you know it's not gonna win. Like I don't have anything. Like no, you don't show. But it's great intel. I like it. I was wondering, had Anissa not picked Fessy, and she picked another team member. Would both of those teams technically be safe? No, just Anissa was the safe one. Well, no. Well, no. They Anissa and Fessy were safe because they were both winners. No, Anissa was the winner. Mm. No, he was the winner for the guys. He said they both well, won. Well, I know. I know. But they, but I'm saying like they only announced that because they were just giving two winners. Anissa was the winner of the challenge. Fessy won his round, but Anissa was the overall winner. Worst case scenario, it would have been another team in there probably. Because I was so, just thinking about that. I was like, what happens Did it, uh, since they both technically won, Tyler, both technically won, <laughs> uh, that, you know, would there be two teams in there or was it only technically one because technically Anissa won, but sorry. All right. Just the question, throw it out. Let's go ahead and move on to the crater. So everybody gets to the crater. It's announced that CT and Ashley is going in. And Anissa knowing this information decides that she is going to go big too and she throws in Wes and Natalie her friend did this, did this catch anybody off guard yeah I, I well it caught me off guard because Anissa started talking about Wes like Wes's rivals talk about Wes like oh he's a snake you can't trust him you know he's blah 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 and I'm like I said there and I was like when has he ever done that to you? You, like, exactly. Like, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, you've never been backstabbed by Wes. Why are you saying that? Like, I, it's has just a weird thing. Has he ever needed to do that to her? Oh, no, he technically did, didn't he, though? Because wasn't DM and Anissa, they didn't nope. want to, nope. in Rivals 2, they didn't nope. want to go against Emily and Paula. Nope, DM, DM, wanted, won. DM wanted Wes and CT to break their word with another team. That's what they wanted. And they chose not to do that. They didn't even have a word with them, though. They didn't have their word with any of them. With Kara, he did. Well, with Kara, but Kara wasn't involved in that. She was safe. It was between oh, Jimmy, Camilla sorry. and Jemmy and, yeah, right. and um, Emily and Paula. And they were very upset about that. Well, DM was more upset than, than Anissa, but nonetheless. But it, it, it was shocking that she went for him. I, I agree with Whitney here. Um, yeah, it was shocking. I didn't... It's, it's not that I don't understand it, but like... Know, there's there's some other good teams out there that you could have picked, but I, I don't know. She's got uh, some connections. One of the other teams that wouldn't hurt you. I mean, I, I see her, you know, aligning with the Big Brother Alliance, but going after West right now, the biggest mistake that they've made is that it's too early. And this is what CT told him. It's too early to make this kind of move. We don't really know what's going on. He said, play safe, play cool until we find out what's going on. They had no idea how this would really shake up. And that alone makes this a bad move. Going after somebody like Leo would have been fine. Uh, it wouldn't have hurt nobody and it would have preserved all of their relationships. Honestly, as bad as this sounds, if they really wanted to make a power play and have a power team, they would have gone with Lolo and Nam. Yeah. That too. But even a bigger flip, Anissa could have went to CT. Hey, you're going in. I know who voted for you. Who do you want? 
And maybe you could CT on your side. Even CT going so far as saying, I won't vote for you. And if your name comes up, I try to dissuade it. That would buy you some currency because that's an old challenge trick. Hey, if I save you, what are you going to do for me? And these gameplay moments that people like Wes and Johnny Bananas take advantage of on a regular basis, Anissa always misses these marks, which is why she has always been a great and legendary player, but has never been elite. And I say that loving Anissa. I would love to see Anissa win one of these, but she misses these moments where she could make a real impact. This throwing in Wes, it was not a good move. I honestly don't know why she did that one. I, I understand she wanted to put another champ in there, but yeah. There's so many other plays. Who are you letting lead this team? Fessy? Fucking Fessy? Hear, Fuck out of here. Hear me oh, is Fessy still trying to do some sort of big thing against Wes because he's against, because of Josh's whole thing? I, apparently then, Big Brother's against Wes, apparently because of Josh. But right. doesn't even make sense because he had it a doesn't. big he had a big brother alliance last uh, one of those seasons. And and Wes made a mistake by getting too comfortable. Oh, I think we're gonna be all right. I think we're gonna be cool. Nah, he should have been a little bit more prepared. And being unprepared for Wes, who's supposed to be one of the biggest masterminds of the game, he has said, bit him in the ass before. He said he had he like literally had like a deal with every guy. Like he said, I pretty yeah. much booked every guy in a deal, which means that but here's a good thing though. That means that they all are being snakes. That yes. he now sees the snakes out there that are, you know, coming after him. Because it's not just like, oh, Anissa's the target. Like, that's what Cam is using. Cam used Anissa so that way Wes doesn't get mad at Cam. Like, oh, no, Wes, you should be mad at Anissa. She called you out. Now, that was all Cam's plan. You know what? Before going into elimination, how dope was it to see CT figure out who's behind all of this? Because he called out that Cam and Leroy shit pretty early. And his walking around stalking everybody intimidated if he in that didn't stuff. know if he didn't know he would have been blind no one has went up to him and said anything he has no. to listen on the peripheral because the way cam was like i don't appreciate what you're doing right now she basically outed herself that she has an issue with ct i don't like how you're talking and how you're trying to put all the rookies up or you're trying to do this this is right. wrong so but she made it very well known. To vote this way that takes a little bit of pull. So, I mean, I commend I CT for that. I would Let's... have literally Im immediately, if that had been me and I had been CT, I would have been like, this bitch is going to vote for me. Not this, not, but it, sorry, it, I don't it, mean the Cam's a bitch. I'm just saying no, no, like, this person's going to vote for me. Sorry, it I just realized, gone... I was like, shoot, people are, Cam stands are going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love Cam. I defend There's, her. <laughs> there is a lot of ways it could have gone. Uh, let's go ahead and move into this elimination. Uh, when we get down there, TJ announces that like, Okay, it's a girl's day. So Wes and CT are not even going in. That really blew my mind. I did not see that coming at all, 100%. And like Tyler said before, you know, Cam loves to bank on, oh, my reputation. I make these huge power moves. And these huge power moves she pulls uh, usually amounts to jack shit. Just another tally in the did not work category. But if yeah. you think about it, it should have worked because when you look at it in the grand scheme of things and how these games have been played in the past, she had no idea that it was going to be partners, but individual at the same time. They've done it before though. They did it. They did it back on bloodlines. They did it back on but war of the was, worlds. But one. Bloodlines, not like, necessarily because bloodlines was set up 
they were on a different team. So it wasn't like a situation where they're ever dueling until obviously after they got repaired. But well, they did the first two eliminations when they were paired with their original blood, bloodline. My, my but, whole thing but, here but, is that. But, is the, that- but the whole team still went home if that one person lost. It was never a situation where that one person lost and then the uh, the, the team members stayed that didn't fight or didn't have no, to well, go into the elimination. So technically, no, it hasn't been like this. Because at the end of the day, if you're right. Ashley went home, CT should have gone with her by those rules. Listen, the main thing is it, uh, none of it had to go this way. Cam should have made better decisions it didn't have to be this way, and now, and now you're gonna have a huge target on your back. And the thing about it is, you're making moves, and it's not really going going to amount to much. And you gotta stop it. You gotta stop it, because that's gonna keep you from being elite. What did CT say during deliberation? Let's see how this game plays out cool. before we make a move. Exactly. He he warned he told her. You. I he mean, even Wes said it too when he was voting. He's like, we don't even know what's gonna happen. Yes. Voting for you. <laughs> and CT and West, CT and West are actually very, very close. They don't play together because they both feel like they can play the game more efficiently apart. But now you just made them. Now you created a monster. I mean, you I'll be West's honest. Mine I, and CT's foot to kick some ass. I mean, I don't even know how good of friends they really are. Yeah, they want a season together, but. When you look at their long term no, history, close. no, they're like they're, they're yeah. like almost CT like best friends. It, they are very close. Yeah, if they never see if, them hanging out off season, that's the reason. No, West, CT did West, an interview. West, West was, was at CT's and, wedding. Yeah. So, <laughs> Johnny you, Bananas wasn't there. <laughs> well, it's bananas. But all right, let's move on to the elimination. <laughs> The boys are out. This is going to be for the girls. It is going to be Cam versus Natalie. Uh, it was close nope, for a Ashley, little bit. Ashley versus oh, Natalie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ashley versus Natalie. Started off close. It looked good. We've seen this elimination. We've seen Leroy murder this elimination before. Nani. Nani was sitting up there like PTSD, just like, oh my yeah, God. Right? It's like, oh, shit. She's shit like, again. not again. Anissa, please don't. Like now, the thing that worries me about this is we've seen this elimination before. I think, and judging by how Leroy killed it, you think everybody would know how to do this elimination. But there's that little, that little hump in the middle. The, it that's, provides that's a, a little different. bit There's of little things that are different. I think, I also think that they were hanging a lot farther than they were because, like, I don't know, I think they were just hanging a little deeper. Because it, it seemed like Ashley was having a lot of trouble you know, I I think that might have to do a little bit with um, uh, cardio. It looked like she did tire out. I mean, Lord knows how hard this actually is, but Natalie's able to get the win. Um, Natalie is a survivor champ. Uh, she's known as a comp beast. Uh, very very aggressive. Very very smart. And on her first elimination round, she took out a two time champ. Now rookies have taken out champ before. We've seen it with CT uh, last season. How did this one? How did this one make you guys feel, Becky? Got that think face on. I honestly don't know how I feel about it because this is more of a strategy thing. I guess I would like to see rookies take people out in a more physical kind of a situation. 
like hall brawls or you know you know kind of early for a hall brawl. the ball it, what is it the 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 pole wrestles, pole wrestles. I, pole I wrestle always balls in. yeah i i want to see something more physical this was a situation that was very almost anticlimactic is that just me? I don't. I, I literally looked and I said, "Okay, this is okay," but I'm not like, "Oh my god," you know, yeah. kind of situation. Oh man, a lot of people, a lot of people think that this was rigged by production to keep CT or Wes around. But I mean, you'd have to say that that Ashley's fees are probably. I'm, I'm not saying they're up there with Wes and CT, but they've got to be. They got to be high. Like losing anybody from that outside of. I, mean, I bet Natalie cost them money too. Um, yeah. Like her being like a, a two-time finalist on Survivor, I, I I don't know. I I don't think it was rigged. I think I think that's the whole point of this. Like I think this twist was set up from the beginning, like that she could switch part, like that whole thing, like in my eyes. So well, I think that was going to be the major twist because even you know the way TJ was going, he mm-hmm. was like keep an eye out. I mean, even when you think about double agents, you're like, what does this mean? How is this going to work? What is the twist? Oh, um, yeah. We're going to see one hell of a twist. But um, last thing about the elimination, uh, Natalie came in. Um, she's aggressive. Be the two-time champ. Is Natalie the real deal? Yeah. Yeah, hands down, she's the real deal. If so you've, far. If, if you've watched your Survivor, she's the real deal. If you didn't watch oh, yeah, Survivor. Right. You watch a whole bunch of Survivor. How was she on Survivor? Because I don't know. Didn't she win? Yeah, so her first season was actually like a Bloodlines type season where she came up with her twin sister, and her twin sister was actually voted out first. Shit, and then fucking two of them. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, and um, she's also a twin she, sister too. She's also she's also been on Amazing Race, um, but so her first time on Survivor, she literally pulled off, at least in my eyes, one of like two of the greatest moves to like win the game. Like she literally fooled everybody on who was going home, played an idol, got somebody out. She played an idol for somebody else, making herself vulnerable, got somebody else out, won the game. And then she ended up getting out, voted off first on the champion season, and she had to make her way back through a redemption island where she literally dominated every challenge, and then she won her way back into the game, made the finals, almost won the whole thing again. Was she the one that got into that huge fight with um, like that racist guy? Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, is it John Rocker, the baseball pitcher or something? Not John Rocker. I have this no idea. Not John Rocker. I just I know remember exactly seeing who John them Rocker post. Is. He was a pitcher, came into New York, and he said a whole bunch of racist yeah, stuff okay, about that's immigrants or trains. I know who John Rocker yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he was he's also ma- a misogynist, too, from what I remember, because she was like a, yelling at him from across the way, and she's like, don't let him talk. He what said, John Rocker doing us I'm not scared of you. And he he's like, said, you're lucky you're a chick yeah, or something like that. He said, if he said if you were a dude, I'd come over there and knock your teeth in. And she looked at him and said, why don't you come over here and do it? Like something like that. Like she didn't back down. Just like, just like everybody's talking how she kind of called out Fessy here, like, She's what not afraid season of anybody. is this? Because I think I'm going to backtrack it. Because I've never watched Survivor ever. I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link to what season it is. It is, yeah, it's a good season. So because okay. I remember the only the only reason I know her is because somebody posted that on Twitter, and I watched it a couple of times. Mm. So I was like, this girl's a badass because she doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely got to find that link. All right, let's go ahead and move on. So Natalie got the win. TJ comes down. There is a twist. The twist is you can stay with your partner 
or you could pick a new partner and they have to go rogue. And then we end with a cliffhanger. Now, a jury's still out. I don't know if I like this or not. I do think it's interesting. I do think it's something new. Not oh, totally new because it has something like this on uh, War of the Worlds 2. But um, I don't know. I, I don't know how this is going to play like out. I, I, I think it's, I think it's what, great. You can literally happens, mess up an alliance so much. What happens if she picks somebody new and then the other person is just left out? Like, do they gotta go home? Like, I just, I have well, so many questions. Well, we know that we know that they don't go home because they literally showed clips of Wes and CT at the house. What I'm thinking, maybe they don't go home. Is you, maybe okay. they are they automatically like left out of the next mission because obviously you're partnered, or do they have to do the next mission alone? No, I mean, it, I, what I think it is because like the next elimination is a male elimination. So if there's a solo male and somebody else gets eliminated, they'll take the female that's left there, you know? Yeah, but if he, because, I mean, you look at what happened with this one. It wasn't a partner game. It was yeah. an individual game. Yeah, so, that, that alone raised a lot of eyebrows. Like, well, how is this, this going to play out? So Very interesting. CT might still be able to play as an individual if they're keeping with that format. And if he wins, then now he's the power person and he can then can he steal somebody or is it a situation where they're going to have to change it's every gonna be single great. week I, we are going to see gonna alliance, be, I, alliances are going to get split like crazy yeah. people are going to be so like confused yeah. because the thing is is if you grab somebody and they have all these alliances now it's going to switch Asia. everything and now you're automatically included in that alliance but what happens to the other person do they get booted from the alliance i, I like, feel like here's here's what i think okay let's let, let's answer this who do you think she's going to pick and who should she pick like i think she should switch with cam and be josh's partner she's inside the big brother alliance moves cam over to west she gets to keep west now has leroy like she just puts herself in the middle of like a five six no, team alliance because you know what? alliances want to be split cam and leroy play that right don't be paired together align yourself with other people um two things uh just stuck out to me in the chat one jack wolf said they become rogue agents which i don't really know what that means but it kind of sounds like they'll be playing solo i think I'm not uh, working against another team. Not really I'll be sure. honest. If anybody's going to be a rogue agent, I think CT would be happy as a can't, as a clam to be a rogue agent. Well, what's going to be the downfall of being a rogue agent? There got to be some backtrack. Second thing I want to get to is uh, Bria Carter. Can we talk about how TJ mentioned how many skulls there are? And he also said to hold on to your skulls. So it has to be a twist to the skulls as well. So one, I'm thinking if you beat somebody with a skull, you'll probably get that skull. And also, being for the fact that now we have male and female eliminations and there's 10 skulls telling me that we're probably going to have a long season. I'm thinking at least 20 to 24 episodes, which I'm okay with. It's more episodes for us. I'm totally Yay. good with having I, a longer season. <laughs> we need a, it. Somebody made a comment time. here, and I, I don't know where it's at. I saw it, and like, uh, the chat just keeps going. Um, but it could be kind of like how the island, like once you don't have a skull, you go in there and you win a elimination you could just take somebody's skull that has one that's safe like could be so many questions so many questions that's what's well, good though that's good we it, don't it know all the good. answers is different and it's going to be hard for people to plan to it's going to be hard for us to keep up very excited to see how it goes 
that's going to do it for the first episode of the challenge season 36 double agents one hell of a show sorry i got stressed just a tiny no, I'm bit here. i'm kind of upset i didn't get to answer the question of who she should choose hey yeah uh, because we know who, who you think she uh she should choose who do you think i said she should choose josh your favorite no, player. That's what he said. I didn't say that. I thought you was in agreement. No. I'm, no. You know what? My <laughs> apologies to you here at Love War Challenges podcast. We'd like to let the women speak. So Thank you. I appreciate yes. it. Floor is yours. <laughs> well, I think honestly she should stick with Wes. Oh, at Jack this point. Wolf, 19 episodes. She's... You have a lot of good information, Jack. Yes. No spoilers. No spoilers. He just said 19 episodes. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just, it's like a just. He just looked it up. I'm just, I'm just making sure we're clear. I'm not saying that's a spoiler. I'm just making sure we're clear. We got, Jack, we got you. You're fine. Jack, thank you but, for your information. But uh, with this whole thing, I think she should just stick it out with Wes. At this <sighs> point, they've already made these alliances and, you know, kind of maybe with her showing how good of a competitor she is, people might decide to join her side and come over with Wes. So I think it would be more beneficial for Wes if she sticks with him. All right. My opinion. All right. Before we get out of here, Tyler, you know, we had the hit list going for a long time. We've done our power rankers. I think we have an abbreviated version today. Tell me what you got. Yeah, we got Tyler's top five of this episode. Uh, you know, no long, no long power rankings. Get straight to the top five. Uh, no particular order, but my top five from this episode that stood out to me was A Anissa for getting that big win, making power play. Uh, Natalie for taking down a champion and getting lots of screen time as well. Mm. Cam, Cam was getting tons of screen time, even though her move did not play out. Episode was named after her. Exactly. And and she had that really nice, that really nice moment and everything. Uh, Fessy for showing that he's still a dominant competitor and like his alliance is actually stronger than we knew. And CT, because without CT, we don't have an episode. He's the focal point. And I think he stood out the most here and kind of dangerous now that he's, he's still in the game. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen. And that's Tyler's top five. All right. Um, surprisingly, I kind of agree with all of that. It really just makes a lot of sense. Um, but wanted to throw in, Devin kind of got uh, a, a lot of screen time today too, more than I thought he would for somebody who did um, try and find the exact term for that. Uh, for not doing absolutely shit. Uh, <laughs> what does somebody like Devin has to do to make sure he keeps getting that screen time and he's on front of our TVs for the remainder of the season? He's got to be involved in the drama. He's got to be involved in the action. Like, we got to see him make... He doesn't have to make a big move, but it's got to be like, hey, you and I should vote for this person because we should work as a team. Something simple, but he's got to stand out. Or, you know, whatever the next daily is, he's got to have a good showing. Becky. What do you make of uh, Tyler's top five? I like his top five. I think it's well thought out. I, you know, I honestly agree with everything, which is really hard to say because I like arguing with Tyler uh, <laughs> as much as possible. So they doesn't get a big head and think like he knows everything, like he's so smart. But uh, I think that the people who are in it really do deserve it. Natalie, even Anissa, um, for winning and for really kind of putting that out there and also trying to make power moves. Cam, who was really trying to put that power move out there and really is trying to show that she is there strategically and that she wants that she's, she's in it to win it. And I, I love that. So I yeah, agree. Cam's not playing no games. Uh, 
before we get out of here, uh, did want to touch on one thing, uh, you know, some, some off season. Uh, a lot of you guys know I did get myself blocked by the official challenge Twitter <laughs> on some bullshit. Uh, after speaking with legal counsel, That's I was told I can't really talk about the exact reason why. I just gonna say that, um, you know, fuck them, because that's some piece, you know, that's fucked up. Uh, a member of production tried to follow me. Uh, I didn't allow it. That ended up getting blocked by the whole thing. It's uh, some total bullshit. I don't want to dwell on that too much. I just want to say, make sure you guys go visit shopthechallenge.com. Get your custom-made challenge gear. Get whatever name you would like on it. Uh, also, I, now, I'm not on TikTok a lot. Uh, I do find some people on TikTok to be real fun to um, to follow. A lot of it is actual uh, like finance and business TikTok because you get a lot of good shit from there. And, you know, I just started my LLC. So I actually get a lot of like good tips from there. One of the guys I was on there, I seen his whole thing is he calls out people who do like fake courses and fake investment scams. I've seen it and he had a, a, he had a video we called out Swaggy. So I posted that. And I got a lot of love for Gamer, but once Gamer gets involved, shit can get super messy. And it went into this whole TikTok versus challenge, uh, challenge little tidbit that went on for about a day, which was a lot of fun. I just want to say that I didn't do anything wrong, and I just reposted the video. I don't share all of the same sentiments everybody has about him. Uh, I talked to him. He's a really cool guy. So I love the challenge community, as problematic as we could be, but let's just... Let's pick our battle sometimes. So I'm just gonna leave that out there. Uh, anything else you guys need to uh, talk about or get off your chest before we gotta get out? No. Well, why are you I'm looking at me like good. that, Tyler? No? No, I was you pointing as the Zun Becky ever for. Oh, Becky. No, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm excited to be back. Okay. <laughs> so living. excited to be I'm back. Living. Um, Challenge Unbothered, love you guys. Everybody out there on Challenge Twitter, we are so happy to be back. We're gonna be here every week talking our shit. Uh, Bananas should be back as soon as his, um, his uh, Glutamus Maximus gets all held up. Should be fine, he'll be coming in here with the, you know, with the fatty, <laughs> shaking it for everybody. Uh, with that said, we're gonna go ahead and He's gonna go sit on a donut get... for a while. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I do want to say that next week we are going to have a exciting new segment. Uh, I'm still working on physically how to pull it off, but we should be able to take calls next episode, which really? would be really, really dope. And we'll save that for the end. Um, but with nothing else said, I'm just going to go on and get out of here. Thank you guys for joining us. Make sure you visit shopthechallenge.com for your custom gear. Make sure you visit shop.lwcpodcast.com for all of your LWC podcast gear. We're going to get some new stuff in there in the next coming days. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at lwcpodcast.com. That goes the same for Instagram. Make sure you follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovewarchallenges. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. Much love. 100. Thank you.